I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Just a reminder, you can catch us recording this podcast live on AMP. AMP is a new live radio app that lets you call in and chat with us in person while we're recording. Get the app on Apple's App Store and make sure you follow us at, at Jenkins and Jones to get notified when we go live. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. We're going to see if this one sticks. I think we're officially live on AMP. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. Want to pet that doll? <laughs> Want to pet that doll? <laughs> I love that shit, man. That's my shit, dog. We said that at least 40 times in the house per hour, nigga. Just randomly, rather than walking the house. Want to pet that doll? <laughs> Dragonfly Jones, aka Tyler. <laughs> hey everybody, have a good. <laughs> Produced by the one and only Smidgemeister Jackson Saffon. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? This man was stressed out. <laughs> we're we're Jesus having some fucking crash. We gotta get this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> man, twenty five. He was talking like he was fifty. I'm like, bro. we're live on Amazon. <laughs> right, That's all that matters, right, right. baby. We are I'll live now. Check your blood pressure, man. Go ahead, dog. Come on. I don't. I don't think there's anyone I enjoy watching be frustrated more than Jackson. And I, I apologize. I apologize for that. That's not fair. But it is like it really tickles my funny bone when you're frustrated about something. 
That's good. I'm glad to know that someone's enjoying it. <laughs> Do y'all agree? It's that at modern technology. Y'all agree? He's the yeah, most awesome. serious one on this panel at, at all time. We don't be giving a fuck, dog. <laughs> the man said, "Right, right. You feel me? We just hanging with the homies. This, this, this audio yeah, was this untenable. Was untenable. He said this shit was untenable until bro. two seconds ago. Right, no, we we're can't. back now, though, boy. We, we all gotta have boundaries, shit. <laughs> and I reached mine." <laughs> <laughs> if you only knew how many missing episodes of Jenkins and Jones there were before the show had an actual producer, Jackson, <laughs> it's like it just the audio drops or like whatever. I, y'all said there's like so like yeah, y'all said it was double digits, like full episodes that just don't exist anywhere. I mean, yeah, man, yeah. we had some heat too. I feel like some of those were so fucking good. Too, some some bangers that we just like ah fuck yeah. it, man. We'll talk again in six weeks. We're talking in six weeks. <laughs> it's summer, nigga. <laughs> See you in October. <laughs> See you in October, bitches. <laughs> I feel like we, it was. I feel like it was a couple episodes where you tried to re-record it, and then like halfway through, I could tell how frustrated you were with trying to like make the same jokes spontaneously, yeah, and we're yeah. just like, "Fuck this." Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Crazy. All right. Obviously, today we're talking about the beast bracket. We're recapping the national championship. The one and only first, the inaugural champions of the beast bracket, eight 125-pound Jaguars. 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 Clap it up. Clap it up. Clap everybody. Clap it up for the Jaguars. Clap it up for the Jaguars. Yeah, they did it, man. Um, (laughs) It was, bro, it was like so I, I, as soon as i posted that shit you know i i came back and, and and checked it you know when i was doing another tweet and the jaguars hopped out to like a 70 30 lead with like the first 100 votes i was like oh this is over <laughs> like, so yeah i mean that shit was never in in contest the jags just ran away with that shit just dominated the whole tournament honestly yeah they, they had a hell of a run like you said like they they dominated really almost every matchup um and they're they're a deserving champion we got the merch out the official beast bracket champion shirt you can go get the moich uh jackson did his shit with the one shining moment video is really emotional you know how to get that man come on yeah yeah, you gotta clap, that, you clap, clap it up. Man, you feel me? Great clap job all around, especially yeah, for that video. Hey man, clap it's it. easy when it's easy when Tyler comes up with a good idea, like one shining moment for the bracket, and when that song makes literally anything. Yeah, fun. yeah that's it's so true. over the top. That song, which is is crazy. I j- some people were saying that is white people's like that's how they know Luther Vandross is a singer. I never thought, oh, this is Luther. That's I've never you thought never that hearing that song. Uh, I, I mean, I know it, but I never yeah, but that thought is, this that, is that's not our Luther. That's that's the least Luther song too, bro, bro. Yeah, yeah, and that is the that's, most Luther song, Luther song to white folks. That's the only Luther song yeah. to white folks, probably, and that's the least. Like, I, I don't think Luther. I, I'm, that song is so prominent, and I never think of that song when thinking of Luther. Yeah. And when I hear the song, I don't even think of Luther because they don't because you know Luther make you feel a particular way. This ain't that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So crazy. It is like every year when they play it, I understand it's a song of great emotional significance to people, but it's just funny to me. Yes. I just like when they show kids One tearing up. To, moments. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. 
You're running um, for your life. That nigga can't hoop. He won't play anymore. <laughs> I forgot that running for your life was part of the right, song right, until yeah. I was editing the video. And I was like, well, that's perfect. pretty perfect right, for, right, our, right. for the Beast. It right. makes more He'll sense for the Beast. be an accountant <laughs> I think it's a better song for the Beast Bracket than for college basketball, if I'm being totally honest yeah. with you. I think you're right. The, the rats had their moment in the right, sun, yeah. and uh, in the end, it was all about the Jaguars. The Jaguars. We, I mean, we said it was going, they was going to wash them, though. I mean, we said we thought Tigers, but all of us said we knew. And I think, like I, I said, I was like, at best, 60-40. You know right. what I mean? Like, that was the best the Tigers could hope for. Like, you know, that's the most respectable washing they could. They, they got cooked, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got we knew that was gonna get I would just like to say I stand with the global brand T Mobile in this in that the Grizzlies got robbed and they should have won this tournament. First and last time I'll ever stand with global brand T Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't gonna be riding with them some sidekicks and shit. You know, um I'm I'm honestly okay with the results. I mean, I think that, you know, there were some controversial decisions throughout the tournament that we have discussed extensively here but i mean the whole <laughs> shit was you know we were trying to crown the pound for pound greatest fighter and we all agree that cats are the greatest most efficient finely tuned killing machines on the planet so it so happens the championship match which is the whole premise of this shit we got two big boys versus you know a bunch of powerful smaller guys like what wins out just pure power or pound yeah. for pound power and pound for pound power won out i feel like I feel like Jag. I, I I I feel like Tigers are better than Jaguars at a lot of things. You know what I mean? I feel like they are Jaguars. I think I think Jaguars. The only thing that are better what, at is probably what. Is, is what, what do you, the, what do you the, think? The honestly, what do you think uh, Tigers are better at? Because they're not better climbers. Jaguars are just as good as uh, swimmers. We, My, I mean, maybe even like, better we, swimmers we, because Jaguars depend on yeah. the deep dive to get their prey. Yeah, I'm having you got to lay it out. I've done a lot of research on, on this here, ja- buddy. Why we you gonna, gonna give? Why we gonna give Jaguars? Jaguar? Jaguars? I know I realize I'm a Jaguar guy, and I don't like you know. Why we gonna talk about water and trees with Jaguars? We can. We didn't do that with anything else. I'm talking because, about on land. Are we talking about on? I'm talking about on land in a fight. I think that a tiger is stronger. They're much, much stronger. You feel me? They're much they're, stronger. They're, uh, uh, they're, you know, claws, overall, their claws are way bigger. Their paws are way bigger. You know, what I mean, the blows they would hit them with well, yeah, would be way yeah, more damaging. Course, and that's way, why they, that's why it was two I on mean, eight. But I, of I, course, they got the size and then strength advantage. That's why it's two on eight. That's why we had to catch weight to even shit like that out. Damaging in the way we talk about. Do we, about do we need to explain the premise of the game? To <laughs> I know. You know? I, I, I feel I'm like we've been doing this for three weeks. We're ta- I'm talking about it, and nigga, come on now. I'm talking about it in a way. This is why I think the Tigers will win. You let me let me let me let me go say this is why I think the Tigers will win. Let me because let me. I feel like they are in, in this and in, in based on the rules, Jackson. I feel like the Tigers are a better. Like, we talking about swimming and climbing. What the fuck they got to do with banging in the fucking? You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I agree. I thought the Tigers Jaguars did. have the most efficient kill shot of the two. The, and the one thing okay. that matters here, putting a motherfucker to sleep. Jaguars check that box over Tigers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. With the, yeah. Yeah. But I'm yeah. saying I, it's gonna be really hard to get on the Tiger. Being at Tigers are also big cats too and extremely fucking agile. You feel me? And that's and that's why that's why I think they they're even. Well, I think the the bears might have lost because of lack of agility. You know what I mean? When those ti- those tigers are, are they, they they might throw four of them motherfuckers and we might not even see them. You feel what I'm saying? Like how quick they are, how ca- quick cats are. So I don't know, man. It's just 
I don't. I don't. I, I just feel like that to get to that kill shot is going to take a lot more, and the way the tire is built, they're going to do some real damage to any jaguar that tries. You let feel me, what I'm let, let me so, ask you this as as a box debilitating damage at minimum, if not a fatal blow. Let me ask you this as a box and aficionados: two Tyson Furies versus eight Bud Crawfords. Who wins? You said what? Two Tyson Furies versus eight Bud Crawfords. Who wins? But we talking about. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, no, 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 nigga, but that's a bad analogy. I'm Why? It's, it's, analogy. it's, 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 it's one, pure one, power seven, versus one, pound for pound one, best no, on the planet, one, right? No, no. One, six, eight, Bud Crawford versus four, Bud Crawford is basically what we're talking about. You feel what I'm saying? They, listen, Tyson Fury ain't a motherfucking tiger. <laughs> that's, a, that's, you know, that is, that's, that's what the tiger's cook. That's a buffalo, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the tiger's wrecked that, and so are the jaguars. You feel me? So I'm so like as far as the comparisons, we would be talking about a big Bud Crawford versus four smaller ones, and I think a six seven Bud Crawford might hurt a fourth of that size Bud Crawford. Four. I think that would smack the she would it would smack the shit <laughs> so, out so, of so four four of a four, four size. regular size Bud Crawfords can't it's take two. It's not a regular size Bud Crawford. It's a Bud Crawford that's a fourth of four Bud Crawfords that are a fourth of the big Bud Crawford. Of a six. That's what I'm saying. Nigga. That's what I'm saying. Four regular no, size Bud Crawfords versus one six versus two six seven Bud Crawfords. You're taking the two six seven Bud Crawfords. Nigga, I'm taking the two. Yes, for sure, for sure. Two six seven Bud Crawfords versus four that are a fourth of the Bud Crawford size. Nigga, it's not even close. You feel me? I think that two things can be true. I think that we can agree, which I think all of us sort of did before the bracket started, that jaguars probably are pound for pound the best, most lethal animal out there, pound for pound, which is where the, the weight comes into it. But the thing that we all end up on different sides of, and I'm on John's side of it, is how significant do you think the weight differential is? And the more I thought about that from, I think it was the, the round that the pit bulls got through, the more I do come down in favor of the beef. Like, my son's about a quarter of, of my weight. I throw that dude with one hand. You know what I mean? Like, like at the... <laughs> pound and, you know, pound is cool, but that don't right. matter to, like, the strongest. You know what I'm saying? Or one of the strongest when it, in, 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 the, in the cat, in, the, in, the, in, the, in a feline. But I think the numbers okay. were... Too, but, I th but I think where we all knew people would go with Jaguars is the numbers were too big. If it was four Jaguars to two Tigers, maybe it's different. If it's six, I think Jaguars still win, but it's closer. I just think that visual of the four-on-one, knowing how good Jaguars are, which we do all agree about, that's, yeah. I think, what, what tipped people over. Here's my... As, as Brendan Miller in the Amp Chat said, four Jags per Tiger, that is untenable. <laughs> untenable. It's untenable. <laughs> I mean, untenable. it was untenable for the Tigers. That's for fucking strongest, sure. Right, strongest for fucking cat on the planet, pound, pound. Ron McGill said a Jaguar one-on-one -on -one versus Lion can very well win that match. Like, Jaguars Tigers are no lions, fucking though. joke, man. Tigers ain't Well, lions, yeah, that's though, why we man. got four of them for one of them. Bro, that's just, why we I'm got eight saying, But, but, but yeah. what I'm saying is that Tiger is that tiger would smack the fuck out that lion and make light work out that motherfucker, too. You, you, do, 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 do you think one Tiger could beat four Lions? I don't... <laughs> Ooh. I, I, I mean, I mean, because like leaning on what Rob McGill said, he said he thinks a Jaguar could take a line one on one. They're that we, fucking I mean, strong, I, I, bro. But I, don't, I don't. But this week, that's a it's a that's a matchup. You know, like the size and all that. You know what I mean? Because four lines are much bigger than a, than a Jaguar. So I think that nullifies. Y'all yeah, just focusing on the size because no, they, they're, they're not better that. fighters, though, bro. 
They're not bad like, at fighters, but they're but they're but they're but they're. I but agree, they're, they're not better fighters, but they neutral. But they have most of the advantages that the Jaguar has, plus the plus the weight. That's where that's where I come down. Like again, when you when you were talking about the grizzly bears, for sure, jaguars or lions or tigers have agility and speed and reflexes mm-hmm. over a grizzly bear. Right? They're not built like a tank the way a grizzly bear is, but you have those advantages. The jaguars might be faster than a tiger, but the tiger's still fast. The jaguars might have claws. But the tiger has four-inch claws. The jaguars have a stronger bite, but the tigers still have a motherfucking tiger. But you know what I mean? So like, so so is it a stronger bite? Bur- so so like those so those to me is, overall. So no, it's stronger, stronger, stronger overall. Stronger, oh, okay, cool, strongest cool, period. Cool, cool. But okay, so, cool. but so those to me are all like if you're doing the um you know when they used to do uh on ESPN they used to do the NFL matchup. Those bars are all like close to each other. The jaguars ahead, but they're all close to each other. And then the weight. Is that to me is the that to me is the biggest offsetting difference, but I I take nothing away from the Jaguars. They had a hell of a tournament. I do think they're a deserving champion. Absolutely, I I don't feel bad about it whatsoever. Like I would not want to see eight Jaguars. I mean, we ain't got to even say that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to watch them kill something else. (laughs) Like (laughs) that. That I feel like that would give me nightmares for the rest of my life. So here here's my here's my question. Obviously, the way that the the tournament shook out, matchups become very important, and I think it worked out nicely for the Jaguars. Here's my question: Is there a matchup in this bracket that you think would have taken down the Jaguars? Mm. Like, had they happened to have run into a different in in the polls or in reality? Either one. I I don't think anyone's beaten the, the Jaguars in the polls. The, the the people have spoken. I think. Yeah. Pauls, yeah, for sure. They was. I mean, we knew that. We knew this would be should be, should be a close fight. We knew it wouldn't be close because we know, yeah. you know, the Jaguar agenda is is <laughs> flourishing. You feel me? Yeah, I, I say with our pal, uh, our new friend Ma- Mamadou Jai, that the Grizzlies would have won would have won this in in reality. Oh man, I think yeah, I think two Grizzlies would have for sure had a better shot than two Tigers against the Jaguars. I honestly do because the the Grizzlies have that harder to kill fucking component working for them. That tigers and do not. Just, just that's because skull, they're so skull. thick. Yeah. That skull, so like it, it kind of it, it nullifies the one <laughs> thing that jaguars are. Yeah. Are good Didn't at, Mama you know Dude I mean? tell y'all grizzlies have like a four inch brain or something, and the rest of that is just straight up bone? Yeah, like he he gave y'all some crazy stat about how small their brains are in order to make more space for <laughs> for their fucking skull bone. I mean, talk, you did, we talked. We talked about about shooting the gun, but he said point blank range. I know it had to be. You could, you could shoot at point blank range, and that motherfucker be like, <laughs> like would laugh. <laughs> I, it I thought it was because it like like it was being aerodynamic, <laughs> like you know where it would just kind of ricochet, and it's strong enough for it to deal to 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 kind of you know ricochet ricochet a bullet off their brain, but off their skull. But I didn't know like you could just put up pull up to the nigga on some. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Walk up and bow, and the motherfucker look at you like, "Well, what's what, what you on, man?" Like, <laughs> that's crazy, you know what I'm saying? Pull up like they did Bodie, and he just looking at you like, "Nah, you know this ain't it." Crazy. Uh, I think um, the, I, I think the 25 Wolverines would have had a good shot, right? Because you know their whole yeah. shit is latching onto throats. You know, Jaguars would have had to fight down, exposing their throats to you know get at them. You know, all it would have took was was some one of you know 25 on eight, 25 Wolverines versus eight Jaguars. A few of them would have got some lucky shots in and got and got that throat. I guarantee you that, bro. So the 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 number advantage works for the Wolverines the way that it worked for the Jaguars against the Tigers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I see that. Yep. 
Damn. Yeah. Wolverine's got the rawest deal of, of I think of anyone. Three silverbacks are not taking out twenty five Wolverines. Ain't no way. Yeah, yeah. Hell, I think I think we was wrong. I think we was yeah. wrong. Our perspective I think of you're that right. were, was yeah. I, I think I said it was Wolverines, and I think I was wrong. Man. Oh no, I think I said I said silverbacks, and I think I was wrong for sure. Well, uh, I'm very excited to announce that Colin Cowherd is personally funding the purchase of all of these animals as well as <laughs> an island in international waters to bring you next year Uncle, Uncle Colin's live. Right. You sold on the internet, now see it Get live. Get your tickets now in international well, waters where we cannot be prosecuted. Colin Cowherd has not endorsed any of this. The bloodbath and disclaimer. <laughs> Uh, I'm really gonna miss hearing John pronounce Jaguar. I don't know Jaguar. Jaguar. I gotta work Jaguar. on that. I'm gonna do a lot of practicing. Yeah, Jaguar is not the guy I want to be. That's the the guy instead of the. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the conclusion of the beast bracket, we also have the conclusion of our leaderboard, and as Tyler named it, loser. The Nikki Glazer podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Board, and uh, I'm very uh, proud, I guess, <laughs> to announce that uh, my daughter Maya uh, was number two on the loser board uh, behind Zeke. Couple of a uh, couple of kids going in there voting for. <laughs> what animals they wanted. I don't know how hats off to Zeke for somehow getting 10 points less than Maya because Maya had house cats winning the entire bracket <laughs> because she's fond of kitties. So shout out to Zeke for, for uh, taking the loser board. Number one and uh, my own precious daughter, Maya number two on the loser board and who won it. Tyler's 
Number one yeah. in our hearts, like a motherfucker. Do you have Do you have the leaderboard up? Do we know who won it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Jim S won it. Jimmy motherfucking S, old Jimbo. So we'll, we'll be <laughs> is reaching Jimmy out. Jimmy, a ten year old child. Is Jimmy a child? <laughs> no, I don't think. Do so. we know? Okay. We will have a care package for Jimmy S. Have you Have you contacted him already? No. Nah, okay, okay. We shall reach I'll out t- to him. We have his. I'll tell you what. I know I got one of those uh, Beast Bracket National Champion shirts coming my way, and I, I'll tell you this. I wear you know, the volume has a lot of really nice Jenkins and Jones merch you can see up at the volume store. I like to work out in some of it. Some of it I'll wear when I'm going Watch to bed. Watch your words here, Mike. I don't, I don't wear T-shirts that have my face on them. I, that's, I stand by that. I don't wear them out to dinner or whatever, <laughs> but I will, happily, I will happily wear the Beast Bracket National Championship shirt in... Any Let's setting. Go. <laughs> Let's go. I will welcome arguing with strangers about hypothetical animal fights any fucking time. <laughs> That's a passion of mine. Hell yeah. <laughs> Those strangers would have no idea what they were walking into. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you about the 1300 PSI bite that Jaguars have here, yeah. buddy. <laughs> uh, before we close the, the books on the Beast Bracket, one more a round of applause from all of us for Tyler uh, for, for putting the Beast Bracket together coming up with the list of animals writing the player comps and scouting reports uh running all the polls and everything bro great job you you brought appreciate a lot of joy to my summer i know you brought a lot of joy to other people's summers too so thank appreciate you it. appreciate it man thanks it, for, it, thanks it for being you bro i appreciate it my brothers uh i want to thank y'all too for all the cooperation especially jackson and the and, and the, the the team behind the scenes who was you know working on our shirts and our, all the videos and all that good shit so yeah great great job by the team overall now it is back to fucking talking about nothing <laughs> what the fuck are we gonna do now I feel like we need a Tyler Save the Summer shirt. <laughs> right, 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 right. Good God. We're one ep- half an episode into not having Beats Bracket content, and I'm, I'm miserable. Well, <laughs> well, listen, and let me let me say this. We we talked about it. We're not going to jump out there with another bracket. Like, th- this sort of blew up beyond, I think, what any of us yeah. thought it would. And it would be dumb to try and, and recreate it. But I'm going to come up with Jackson and I, and we'll run them by you guys. We're going to come up with some other stuff, some draft type stuff, some ranking stuff, just something because clearly people have have told us as we like almost doubled the number of followers we have on the Jenkins and Jones Twitter, people like this kind of content and bullshitting with us much more than they like us trying to squeeze a 10 minute segment out of USA basketball beating Puerto Rico by 43 <laughs> points. So I think we all feel that way too. We yes. just need to, we just need to come up with some, you know, some, some sort of formulas for doing it to where we're not just like trying to come up with new ideas, uh, three times a week. So, yes. Uh, that being said, we will have Saturday's episode will be a special episode. Uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, my trip to Japan. Tyler's going to be talking about his trip to the Renaissance tour. So we'll have reviews of Beyonce's uh, tour and the nation of Japan. <laughs> should be very should be enlightening conversations. I'm actually very excited for those conversations. And uh, before we get out of here today, uh, let's see. What else do we have to talk about? Oh, the Clay Clip going on PG show. Um, talk about what was he talking about? He was talking about Devin Booker. He was talking yeah. about Devin Booker. Yeah, we talking about. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I've um, been sick as fuck, so I've not seen anything on the internet. No, um, um, <laughs> break it down for me. Paul George had Clay Thompson on, and and Paul George said to Clay Thompson, "Well, you know, you know him for being a smack talker, man. Is there a bar that you hit somebody with that sticks out in your mind?" 
And Clay just said remorsefully, he's like, yeah, when I threw up, you know, the four fingers on, on Booker. He said, he said, I was in my feelings on that one. Booker was busting my ass. I was just having a bad day. He was like, I'm never going to do that again. He was like, it's corny. He's like, everyone knows I've got four rings. You can go on Wikipedia and say that. And, and, and he gave props to Book. He's like, you know, Book's been through a lot, you know, a lot of different coaches and emerges one of the best players in the league. So we should commend guys like that. It was a real stand-up moment from Clay. You know, it wasn't surprising at all from Clay because that's just the type of dude that Clay is, like, super honest. Um, you know, we, we, we did have conversations where it seemed like he was really sensitive really on edge last season but maybe that was just you know now that we know kind of know how you know tense shit was there maybe that was a byproduct of that but but other than that man you know just just clay is just one of those dudes who's just a really seems like a really fun dude to be around like i love his fucking angries the more that we hear from him usually the more i like like i said except when he was on his little hissy fit bullshit last season for whatever reason Mm. yeah paul george actually is the person that brought it up like hey what about when booker you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying and then Booker actually responded, you know, like, is that the is that the answer you wanted? He was like saluted, you know, um uh Clay and then hit up PG, like, you know, is that the answer you wanted? Like, so that was interesting, that little oh, you know, it's, it's, back it's and forth brothers with them. They had a little standoff where where Devin Booker called him soft and shit a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. So that's that's interesting. I wonder if there'll be any get back there. But one thing I love about PG's pod is like, bro, you don't get like it's, I th- it feels like athletes are more comfortable on that pod in a way that I've ever seen athletes be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where, like, they are so comfortable. Like, like I, I, first of all, Clay on a pod, I don't know when I've seen Clay get on anything. You know what I'm saying? He has access to all those people. And then they're talking to him like, you know, that's for real the homie. You know? So I, I love, but but that that's dope that you can get, like, these tidbits like that. But, um, but yeah, man, that, 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 was, that, was, that was beautiful to see. Him, like, giving him his props. You know what I'm saying? Speaking to the fact that he only had, like, he even said in the pod, he's like, yo, he's, and this hasn't really gone viral, though. He's like, I only got three or four more years. He talked about that, too, not having a bunch of time left on his on, on the clock. Um, That's interesting. But he seemed like he really opened up in a, in a particular way. Maybe this is the beginning of something with Clay, uh, but it was beautiful to see, man. I think Paul George's, I think his shows come along at the right time, too, where, like, have y'all listened to, um, I, I haven't listened to a whole episode of it. Is the show good? Or are they just really good at, like, it seems to me their clips, they've come along at a perspective, at a time when people are really good at the sort of, like, sound clip, the sound clip question. He's great at that, at asking the sound clip question in a natural way. You know what I mean? That's like, every time he he throws a question out there, it's designed for a two and a half minute response that's going to mention a top ten player in the league that's going to, you know, call back to a controversial moment. Like, so I, I'm kind of curious as to how the whole show flows. Cause I, I do, it seems like it's almost meant for the kinds of clips they pull out of it. They do a great job of, uh, of, of teeing stuff up that way. I think it's both, man. I think the pod is actually interesting. The, the, I mean, dude, PG is good at this. Like he's good at this, man. Like he could do TV after this if he wants to. Yeah. You know, he, sure. I mean, I think the, the setting is, 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 it benefits him because he has his homies there and that's like his comfort zone. But uh nah, PG's good at this, surprisingly good. I didn't know PG would be this good at this, like really engaging with the players and stuff like that. Once he started getting guests on there, it just kind of changed the trajectory of that pod. That pod looked and felt totally different. But yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that's up to production too. Like the questions that are asked, you feel me? I think that's up to like there's certain questions they're gonna ask because people wanna know. You yeah, feel me? Sure. And so I mean that and that's and that's smart. But they 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 intertwine that in with really good conversation. And yeah. even that question right there, like that's a question that is gonna is gonna drum up, you know, uh, you know, uh, engagement. 
But that's also like going to go into like good conversation after that as yeah. well. So it's not like it doesn't feel cheap. So for sure, um, it just feels it's, it's done like it's tastefully done. If it yeah, it's, it's, it's tasteful. tastefully yeah, done. The, yeah, the, the producer in me agrees with John that I was a not expecting Paul George to be this yeah. good. He's very good at this. And B, in terms of that type of question, it's like a twofold thing. One, the willingness to ask that type of question. Not everyone is. A lot of people are. Most people are willing to ask the question. But some people, like Draymond Green has said, I'm not, I don't do gotcha journalism. Like, that's not my thing, which is fine. But Paul George has a willingness to ask that question, which a lot of people do. But he pairs that willingness with a really good rapport with these athletes and and a an ability to ask the question and not in and not a gotcha way. Right. Like the, it is a gotcha question, obviously, Mike. They're intending yeah, 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 yeah. to get these answers. But he has a rapport with the players enough and is good enough at asking the questions to where it doesn't come off as distasteful. I, I totally yeah, I totally agree with that. I was talking to my homie like and I was like, I don't have we seen a pod like like obviously uh, you know, Draymond, you know what I'm saying? But like it's just interesting where we have a perennial all star. Like like perennial all star like popping another on it's, it's I don't I don't know if I've seen a pod where it's a, a, a that that's popped this much and a guy that is still as good as he is you know what I mean mm-hmm. like the, he's still like the dude what he's, he's I mean he's, he's in the midst of his prime you know what I mean he's still like dropping you know can still drop 30, 40 in a game yeah. and it's still taking time out to do this the guys he gets are are incredible, but like it, it's he did this mid season, right? Like, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I know, like with Draymond's the closest, obviously, Draymond's great, but Draymond's not the, the guy he was at, at his peak, you know. What I mean, he, he, he's kind of where Clay is, where they're trying to figure out the, the backside, you know what I'm saying? And I'm wondering if there's gonna be more of this where guys. There's going to be a lot more of it. Yeah, like would be my 27 prediction. at the yeah. peak of they all shit. Right. You feel me? And they doing a pot like, you know, that's, that's, that's so. But it's been it's been really interesting to see. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think like Jackson said, like the, I think what makes it work is he's got such good rapport with so many guys in the league. Right. Like the you young can, guys and old guys. Yeah. You have, you know, Jalen Green on and then they'll have, you know, Draymond on that motherfucking yeah. clay. Yeah. And and, you and, and and you can tell that, you know, he's really homies with, with these dudes because, you know, they open up to him in ways that they wouldn't necessarily open up to, you know, like a, a, a blogger, journalist, whatever, having to sit down with him. Because like like, you know, kind of like the subtext on how we got, you know, said, you know, that great answer from Clay was that that he was talking about how you know you should treat your brothers in the basketball fraternity who worked hard to, and paid their dues right like like you right. know and and he was connecting with with pg on that like you know i did i was off cold right there with one of our guys you know what i mean i don't right, think that right, he would right. open up like that to a journalist and then probably share that same type of answer so also it wouldn't have been understood in the way that pg would have understood it yeah right you know what i'm saying like so like I think to I think like to how they set it up, you know, or how PG like is you know is is how they open up to PG. It kind of feels like they forget the cameras there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never they they're looking they're talking to PG. They don't think they're talking to all the fans that are watching it. Right. They're talking to Paul George as Paul as a as a human as a basketball player that they fuck with heavily. And so like you don't look at a journalist and not see a journalist. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. like a you know, but they can look at PG and kind of forget you know right that this is not just for them so well and we've touched on this a couple times on the pod but with the way he's idolized by the younger generation he's set up to be a media figure for a long time too because if he does make a transition to tnt or whatever it's whether you agree with it or not 
right, like Hooper's in their early to mid twenties. They think that dude is the second coming bro, of Christ. Bro, so, you know, so, so, so someone tweeted out, "I had no idea Paul George was Gen Z's T Mac," and that's like the most perfect fucking comparison, right? That's there. exactly yeah. yes, that's exactly right. I mean, we clown Paul George on Twitter, right? But we all know that Paul George is a fucking dog, yes. though. You feel me? Like, there's never been a question of like, is he good at basketball? We always knew he was like that. You know what I'm saying? We've got our jokes in during the moments and shit. But I mean, like, dude, the, the guy came back from an injury that we thought he would never, he would, like, we were like, yo, is he going to walk normal, let alone play? And we forgot the injury ever happened. Right. Like, you know, we talk about, like, bro, like, the dude is, is special and he's been special since. I mean, he was one of the two guys I've ever seen, you know, guard Bron solidly, which was Kawhi. You know what I'm saying? And 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 him, you know, those and those and those uh those Indiana days. So yeah, man, like we never questioned that. I mean, the dude is. I mean, we, we, he he liked it. We all knew that. But um, to see him, a guy at the level of game he is, at the moment he is, uh, at the moment of his, of his career, and still. And doing a pod, taking it dumb seriously, like he shot multiple episodes, you know, at in uh in Vegas. You feel me? Like, <laughs> I I've, I've, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I mean, also Draymond shot it at the, during the during the damn championship. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's crazy. It's it's interesting where pods are heading, man. But and also the number one and number two for the consistently, you yeah. know, in, in in sports. So yeah. Well, I mean that like. Pods generally have changed so much. Like when, when uh, you know, someone sent us that leaderboard of we we had moved up to number eight in basketball pods. All of the other podcasts in the top eight had an Athletes. NBA player on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> except for and, I think what? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone. And I, and I, yeah, I, I feel like sure, it used yeah. to be the flip of that. You know what I mean? It used to be like, oh, this is where like beat writers are giving you a little more insight or something like that, or like what we do, where it's like you enjoy the the chemistry between the hosts or something. It definitely wasn't like. Oh, here's the names. Yeah. You know what I mean. So that's right, that's right. been a big change too. But you know, shit. Like I, I think I think there will be a lot more going in that direction for sure. And All right. Like Draymond have Kerr on on the pod. Didn't he have Steve on it on the pod? Yeah, that was actually really sick. Crazy. We just had him like dur- during the playoffs. Steve just like jumped on a Zoom with us to talk about some series. I don't even remember what it was. It was insane. Was and then like Paul had Jerry West, like. <laughs> Like, I mean, right. Like these are these are the players that you know have a certain level of respect and quality of play, you know, and have access in a way that a lot that even just being in the league doesn't get you. You have to be a guy in the league, and they're taking their pot a pot like their podcast extremely serious. I mean, there's a man. That's it's interesting. Interesting time. And, and all, right. all NBA are having perhaps the greatest executive in NBA history hop on his podcast. Like, what a world we live in. <laughs> Jerry West needs to accept that winning time is doing a good impression of him, though. Yeah, he was hot. <laughs> I think they even brought it up. I, I, I forget, but something happened. Hi, Somi, baby. Say hi, Somi. Say hi. Hey. Hi. Not say hi. Bye-bye. Say good night. Bye-bye. All right. Come on. <laughs> oh, Vinny, Vinny just heard that Somi was there, so he just popped his head in. Look at that. <laughs> she, about to, she about to go to sleep. She got to go to sleep. What up, Vinny? My boy, how you doing? We, we got to get um, out. Oh, she said Vinny. She was saying Vinny, Vinny. That's what she was saying. He can't hear anything yeah. you're saying. All right. Yeah, man, Before yeah. we get out of here, last topic, uh, Tory Lanez sentenced to 10 years in prison for shooting Megan Thee Stallion. Um, 
Bye. Bye-bye, my nigga. Bye. Bye-bye, my nigga. But no, but no. Anyway. On, on a serious note, I want to say this about that Tory Lane shit. First off, I want to say fuck him. I want to be very clear that that's where I stand and that's where we all stand on this podcast. Right? But the whole thing about the Tory Lane's incident is it just... It made me so happy. I'm just not a misogynist because if you a misogynist, you got to ride with all types of whack motherfuckers in these little, you know, proxy wars, bro. Like, you cannot tell me that that dudes who were supporting Tory Lanez were doing it for the music or because they thought he was cool. The motherfucker's music is, eh. You know what I'm saying? He never, he, he got them nice little DTLR bops that you hear when you go to, you know, buy some socks or some shit, but he, he ain't really moving the needle like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's, it's motherfuckers will really just sign up to ride for and defend the lamest motherfuckers just in the name of fucking misogyny. And I don't know how you do it, bro. Like, if I'm defending a motherfucker, I at least fuck with him. But like, misogyny blinds motherfuckers and make them do dumb shit. Cause I know y'all wasn't fucking with Tory Lanez like that. And fuck him. And that's all I gotta say. And fuck Blue? y'all too. <laughs> fuck them I, don't fuck get, too. I, I don't got anything else to say than that. Uh, all right, that's all the time we got. Shout out to uh, our guy Smokey Leroy Jr. on Twitter. Just celebrated his birthday Hell with yeah, an, uh, with 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 an episode of Jenkins and Jones. He celebrated his birthday, which we love to hear. But shout oh, out man. to Smokey. And happy uh, birthday, my G. Happy we'll be back on bye. Saturday, like we said. We'll see y'all yeah. then. Bye. 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 My boy. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.